Hello and welcome to MidgetCast. I'm Paranvir and today I'm going to be talking a little bit about the brand new Fast and Furious movie, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. But first, welcome to season three. Yes, um, we're back for a, th a third season. Uh, MidgetCast has returned after a decent sized season one and a very small season two. We're back for season three. If you're new here, hello, welcome. I'm Paranvir. I'm the weird host. And um, if you're returning, welcome back. Um, I hope you've had a good break. Um, and thanks for jumping back in and, and listening to MidgetCast uh, again. So, yeah. Um, Episodes will be releasing every Sunday at 9 o'clock uh, GMT um, and the video will be up on YouTube at 12 o'clock uh, every Sunday um, as well if you want to watch the video. Um, if you are watching the video, hi, welcome, hope you like the new setting. Um, I'm sitting in a sofa, um, which is a lot better than the terrible little chair that I was sitting in before. So yeah, um, welcome. I'm going to be changing the format up a little bit this time, uh, or for this season, um, as it is just myself. Unfortunately, Usman is not here with me, um, and, he, and he's unlikely to be here for the foreseeable season. Uh, we're actually in different parts of the country right now, and um, it's just not ideal to have us both uh, try and do like an over-the-phone podcast. So uh, if I can get Usman down for a couple of special episodes, um, I will, and that'll be great. Uh, and I'll let you guys know, and we'll get hopefully Usman on some special episodes. Um, but as it's just me, uh, I'm going to be trimming down the episodes in length a little bit, as you probably don't want to hear me drone on for like a solid hour and a half, uh, which I completely understand. Um, but instead of just talking randomly about random crap, uh, I'm going to be focusing it more on certain items. So, for example, today I'm talking about Hobbs and Shaw. Um, in the foreseeable future, I've got uh, episodes coming up on various things I've been watching, um, such as Broadchurch. Um, what else have I been watching? I've been watching Arrested Development. I finished watching Community, finally. Um, the Boys on Amazon, great. I'm going to be, be talking about different shows, what I think about them, um, and, and you know whether you guys should, uh, should watch them or not. So yeah, you've got all that to look forward to. If you're interested in that, please go ahead and subscribe, whether that's on um, YouTube or any podcast app. You are listening to this right now. So yeah, any podcast app that you'd like to, li to listen on, uh, feel free. Um, in other news, Midgetcast has for this season got a brand new podcast provider. So we're going through a different company. Um, and that means it'll be easier and quicker for me to upload episodes and edit them and get them out to you guys. Um, which is which is great for me and it's actually really good for you as well because it means that there's more places that you can listen to MidgetCast. Um, it's not just YouTube, um, uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, Google Podcasts. You can now also listen to on dedicated pages on Pocket Cast, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, CastBox. It's definitely in all those places. Um, if you do listen to podcasts on a different app and we're not over there, please uh, send a message or leave a comment um, on one of the MidgetCast uh, chat videos and I'll see uh, what I can do about getting the podcast uh, over there. 
Um, in addition to that, we've also got a brand new Midget Cast website. So if you want to make any suggestions about further episodes, uh, different things that you want in episodes, different things you want me to talk about or do, um, please uh, let me know. You can either leave a comment on the YouTube videos. There's always a YouTube link in the description. Um, and uh, or also leave um, a, a suggestion on the bottom half of the Midget Cast website. Uh, link for that is in the description, but it's pbatchu.co.uk slash midgetcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast player and you want to listen to the audio and you don't want to download an app, you can do that now from the MidgetCast website. So all you need to do is load up your browser on a mobile, tablet, computer, whatever, and you can listen to the audio straight from um, your web browser on the MidgetCast website. Uh, you can stream and you can also download the episodes as well, uh, which is great. So there's more ways that you can listen and um, yeah. Please feel free to share this podcast around if you think anyone else will enjoy that. Um, but for now, let's get to talking about Hobbs and Shaw. So, um, I actually just written down some notes about the movie on my iPod here. Um, yes, I know iPod. <laughs> it's quite old, but anyway. Um, Hobbs and Shaw. It came out last weekend, I think. Um, so, you've had basically like a kind of week to go watch it if you wanted to watch it. Um... I think it is still in cinemas. Um, yeah, it is still in cinemas if you want to obviously check that out. Um, but yeah, I have not seen, and I'm going to put an asterisk after this, I have not seen any Fast and Furious movie. Asterisk. Okay, um, and uh, the reason I'm asterisking that is because I have seen the first Fast and Furious movie, um, but I don't remember it that much. So I'm going to basically just say I haven't seen any of them. Uh have I been meaning to? Yes. Am I going to get around to it? Hopefully. I have a huge list of shows, movies, TV shows, everything that I just need to watch. And Fast and Furious is now on that list. Uh, but I don't know how long it's take for me to get there. Um, but it, like I said, it is on my list. And when I watch them, I will let you guys know. Um, so I think it's a bit naive of me to actually be talking about this film because, like I said, I, I'm not very familiar with the franchise. Um, but I'm going in with fresh eyes. Hopefully, uh, I give a, a, a you know a, an interesting perspective. Um, I do completely understand that Fast and Furious movies are over the top. They are fairly random. It's all about the cars. There's no physics in there. They're basically just turned off the physics. Um, so some of the stuff in there is impossible. I do get that. Um, I think I'm making some comments regarding the physics today. Um, but you're welcome to just completely disregard those as, like I said, I do understand that they are completely irrelevant in this universe, and that's absolutely fine. Um, this film is meant to be over the top, uh, and it is. And uh, yeah, when I get into spoilers, I will let you know. Um, but just want to clarify, what I'm saying today, it is my view, it's my opinion. Uh, if you disagree, that's absolutely fine. If you agree, again, that's absolutely fine. Um... Yeah, uh, feel free to hear me out, but like I said, if you have any different views, you're welcome to put them in the comment section on the YouTube videos, um, and, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll read them and, and we'll, we can get a discussion going, really, um, about this film. But yeah, what I'm saying is just my opinion, none of it's fact, so, you know, please take what I'm saying with a pinch of salt and everything, and um, yeah. So, I'm going to start off with uh, non-spoilers. Um, I liked the movie. Um... I don't think it was an amazing movie. I don't think it was a really terrible movie. I liked the movie. I would watch it again on uh, DVD or if it was on TV, I would definitely watch it again. I wouldn't go to the cinema and watch it again, um, personally. 
Um, yeah, I thought I thought the directing was great. The cinematography was great. The actors were great. Um, I think it was just the story for me that was just a bit weird and a bit dodgy. I think they could personally make the story a little bit better. Uh, but I, I did like the actors. I did like the direct. The, the, the directing the music was great as well it, personally I think so um, yeah um, like I said I don't think it's a complete flop and I think you should go watch it if you want to go and turn off your brain for a little while um, or want to go out with some friends and just watch a weird movie then definitely go and check this out um, and again if you're if you're a fan of the franchise you're probably going to absolutely bloody love this movie so I recommend going to, going to watch it if, if you want to check that out um, I specifically went to go watch it because of the actors that were in it um, I really want to see you know Jason Statham and Dwayne Rock Johnson team up to beat up Idris Elba. I mean, that just sounds awesome. So that was why I went to watch it. Um, you don't need to be... You don't need to understand, really, a lot about the franchise to, to, to go into this. Um, all you need to understand is that them to, those two, they are enemies. Um, but I'm pretty sure you can get that from the trailer as well. Um, but like I said, if if I would recommend you go watch it. If I were to rate this movie on, like, a grading system... I would give it like a B minus or if we have A pluses, then I'll give it like a B. Should I give it a B? I don't know. Let's give it a B. I'll give it a B if I was to just rate the film, but I don't typically rate a lot of films. I usually rate them by rewatchability. How often do I want to rewatch them? So John Wick, I would watch that constantly. Horror bosses, watch that constantly. Um, you know, this film... I wouldn't have on repeat constantly. I wouldn't, you know, want to watch it constantly. But like I said, if it was on, I would definitely watch it. Um, it has some rewatchability to it. Uh, and that's great, you know. So, yeah, I, I do recommend you do go and check that out. Uh, now we're going to move over into the spoilery section. So if you haven't seen the film and you want to watch it, you don't want anything spoiled for you, uh, stop listening now. Um, otherwise, I'm going to start talking about spoilers. Um, to be honest, I don't know if you're going to be able to understand what I'm saying if you haven't seen the film, um, but I'm going to try and do my best. I mean, even if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, I doubt that what I'm saying will spoil it quite a lot. Um, you probably have seen a lot of this coming from the trailer, which for some reason shows you everything. So, I mean, you could just carry on listening. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, if you want to 100% make sure you don't listen to any spoilery stuff, uh, turn off now. Um, right. So, quick synopsis of the movie, um, and like I said, it's only been a week, there's no official footage out, uh, this is going to sound completely weird coming from me and I might miss stuff out, but, so the movie starts off with um, MI6 being in a helicopter and they land um, at this place in London and um, they have to basically get this virus out from this weird suitcase looking thing, so... They do that, and in that process, Idris Elba comes in and is just like, I'm not having this, and just like kills all of them, basically, except for Shaw's sister, uh, who actually injects herself with the virus and gets away with it. Um, but Idris Elba makes it look like she's a rogue agent, and she's run off with it and killed her own team, which, yeah, I think is pretty clever. That's absolutely fine. Anyway, she runs off. Uh, then you hit a title sequence, and it's... Um, the title sequence I thought was really great, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, we see Hobbs and Shaw. They both go out on these missions um, that are probably pretty parallel to each other. Anyway, at the end of it, they are greeted by 
uh, and each one they're in different parts of the world um, each one's greeted by an agent um, I think one's a CIA agent one's a, an MI6 agent I'm not sure about that I can't remember but um, they tell them hey we've got a job for you this girl hold the picture uh, is, is, is doing something you know, you know she, she's she's killed all of her teammates and run away with this virus um, and obviously Shaw recognises that it's his sister and and anyway, yeah, uh, we cut to Dwayne the Rock Johnson being in, 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 and I'm, I am glossing over a lot of stuff. Like I, I'm glossing over all like the backstory about his daughter and everything, but I'm just glossing over. It. I'm doing just a quick major plot. Um, anyway, we cut to um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson finding Shaw's sister, and um, she basically like beats him up, but he manages to capture her and take her to MI6 headquarters. Um, the entire time that's happening, um, Jason Statham has gone to her apartment to see, um, you know, if there's any information about that. Um, I don't think he finds anything. I think he gets attacked, and then he ends up going to MI6 where, you know, uh, there's an interrogation going on. And Dwayne says to uh, Vanessa Kirby, who is the uh, actress playing uh, Shaw's, Shaw's sister, um, hey, look, I know that you are not trying to kill anybody and that this is probably a misunderstanding um and then jason statham shows up and they find out that hobbs finds out that jason statham is you know sure's sure's sister's brother because i can't remember her name which is why i have to go through this convoluted thing um idris elba comes up he just shows up blasts through the door uh, takes the sister um, then uh, Dwayne and the Rock Johnson and Jason Statham jump out of the window, um, get sister back, um, and anyway, and then a car chase happens, and uh, they manage to get away, um, and it's revealed that this virus that she's got in her, um, it, it, it's 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 pretty evil. It's it's uh, it combined itself to your DNA. It's some random crap, to be honest. It combined itself to your DNA, and then. It could end up basically killing the entire world uh, or something like that. Um, we also find out that Idris Elba is enhanced. He's like a superhuman. He's got like Robotech. He's basically like Iron Man, but the suit's inside him kind of thing. Uh, fine. Um, yeah. Uh, the only way to get the virus out of Shaw's sister is to either kill her and burn the body uh, or to use this special machine. So they... And, and turns out that Idris Elba's like company, the like the people that are in charge of Idris Elba, because um, Idris Elba isn't, like, like, there is a bigger baddie above him, like, he is the bad guy for this film, but he's working for a company, and this company is basically the bad guy, there's, there's a guy above him, so that company has this machine, so they go to, like, America, I think it's America, uh, they go to America to, 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 to get this machine, right, but then they pay a visit to uh, Shaw's girlfriend, who then gets... Shaw's sister inside the complex uh, with this machine because um, the idea is that they'll do the extraction and then and then and then Hobbs and Shaw will just come in and just take it after that. Um, so they manage to get her in and then Hobbs and Shaw show show up, but Idris Elba's ready for them and uh, he tries to torture them and get them to join the cause and become basically superhumans. Uh, they say no. Um, stuff happens and they end up escaping. Um, so Hobbs, Shaw, and Shaw's sister end up escaping um, with the machine, but the machine's broken, and they're like, look, there's only one person that can fix this machine, 
and that's apparently Hobbs's brother. So then they go to some is it Somalia or where is it? I've I've forgotten where they go. It starts with an S, doesn't it? Wait, it's not Somalia. Samoa. They go to Samoa. I see. I'm getting these places mixed up now. They go to Samoa, okay, and um, the family is there, and um, and Hobbs is like, hey. Well, you know, I need the family, and they're all, like, falling out or whatever. And uh, anyway, they decide to hatch this plan where Idris Elba's going to show up to, you know, Samoa, and then they're going to whoop their asses Samoan-style, um, which, you know, they they do. Um, and then there's, like, a big car chase, and then there's a hand-to-hand combat battle at the end. And like I said, I'm glossing over this a lot. Um, anyway, um, Vanessa Kirby ends up getting the virus taken out of her, um, Idris Elba ends up getting shut off by the company that um, is employing him, um, and then Hobbs makes peace with his uh, brothers and his family, and Shaw makes peace with his sister and his mom. You know, happy days, woo! And that's it. That's the entire film. Like I said, I glossed over a lot of it, but uh, that's the basic synopsis of the film. Um, I'm now just gonna get completely pissed off with what I hate about it. And what I thought was weird, and again, what I liked. So, bear with me while I just give you my opinions on it. So, yeah. Um, Like I've already said, I thought the directing was great, the acting was great. You know, that's absolutely fine. There were some key moments in the film that I I really think that the directing did really... It was a really good job of directing, and the cinematography was just great. So, in the... In the first sequence, uh, where you see Hobbs and Shaw, which is after the title sequence, Hobbs and Shaw are like on parallel screens, um, and they're getting on with their day, but it's mirroring each other in, in similar ways. So, you know, they're both cooking breakfast, but one's cooking it nicely, one's just drinking out of the fridge, you know, directly. Like, it's quite a cool thing, and I like the way they've done it, and it's a really nice parallel, so great job there. Um, and then there's obviously... the, the I could probably go on about how much some of the shots look really good, but um, the final fight scene where there's rain pouring down and they're about to beat each other up, um, that, I think, is done in a really, really nice way. Um, I thought the quality was amazing. Having the rain falling down um, added to the the impact of the scene and it just added to what was shown on screen. They had like very slow motion pieces uh, in there that I thought looked really great. They did some shots coming down from the top that I thought were framed perfectly, showing the rain pouring around the camera and it just looked really, really nice. So I think some of the things in the final battle were absolutely amazing and um, yeah. So like I said, I thought the directing was fine. Obviously, um, the, they've told the director, look, this is a Fast and Furious movie the physics can't make any sense, that kind of stuff. So it still has to fit in with the franchise. So, so you know, if there's a couple of things that are basically story-driven, um, I'm not going to blame the director for that because it's not, you know, his fault. And I, I completely understand that. But, yeah. Um, all right. Let's get to my pet peeves about the film. I know I'm nitpicking, but that's what I do. First things first. If you've seen the trailer or know anything about the film, Idris Elba is like a badass in the entire film. I think one of the key lines out of the trailer is when he goes, look at me, I'm black Superman. That line alone should tell you why this movie is not going to work. The whole purpose of this movie is for Hobbs and Shaw to win. 
But there is no way on planet Earth that Idris Elba's black Superman would lose, okay? Think about this. There's, there's, there's two guys, okay? One's The Rock, one's Jason Statham, and then, and then there's uh, Idris Elba, right? And Idris Elba's basically, like I said, Iron Man, but without the suit, the suit's like in him, so he can like calculate, you know, where people are, target speeds, that kind of stuff. Um, plus, he's also got super strength. Uh, he can't fly, but you know, super strength. Like, he's stronger than The Rock, okay? I think there's one point where he punches The Rock, and um, you know, The Rock punches him, and um, he's just he says to The Rock, I thought you could punch harder than that, which again should show you right there that this guy can punch hard. He's also smarter than all of them because he's probably connected to the internet as well. Um, so there is no way he can lose. He should be able to predict everything they're gonna do, right, and just, just beat them, okay? But he loses. Like, in the end, he's turned off by the company. He loses. He should not have lost. He should have won. That's how this entire thing should have happened. I know it's a movie, and I know that um, Jason Statham and The Rock have to win, because that's the whole purpose of Hobbs and Shaw. They should have died, okay? This should have been Hobbs and Shaw dying, okay? You gave him a horrible villain. Like, I might say horrible. I mean, from a good person perspective, the villain was horrible. From a villain perspective... The villain was awesome, okay? It was a sick villain, you know? Um, Idris Elba just crushing it. But he should have won. Idris Elba should have won. He should have destroyed them. They should be dead. The world should be dead. They should have been taken over by this virus, okay? But it wasn't. And like I said, it's dumb. And, and, and I'm sorry. But in some cases, you know, you watch the trailers and you're like, I can possibly see a way that they could win. Uh, that's what you want, right? I could not see... I know they would do it, but I could not see a logical way that they would win, okay? So that pissed me off right there. Um, I've been talking about these, uh, the physics in the film. Um, and there's one moment in particular that, that jumped out to me that I thought was absolutely horrible uh, with regards to the physics, and it should just be just taken out of the movie and redone or something like that because they it just pissed me off. Like I said, I know it was a Fast and Furious movie um, and I know that figures don't have to make sense but I'm in the cinema and I'm sitting there and I'm watching the screen. This thing happens and I'm just like, what? What? Because it just didn't make any sense to me. So, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in a lorry and he's driving away. He's driving away and behind him is um, Jason Statham in a buggy. And Jason Statham needs to like drive onto the back of the lorry and, and, and land on it, basically, right? You can probably figure out what's happening now, right? So they're both going like 100 miles an hour forward, okay? Anyway, and Jason Statham goes alongside, uh, you know, the lorry and then jumps up at an angle and lands on the lorry, right? And then in the space of like two seconds goes to zero miles an hour. In real life, he would have jumped up hit the lorry and either run straight off the end or run through the lorry, okay? There's no, he, he, he drives up, lands on the lorry, and then the car just stops. It goes from like 100 to zero in like a millisecond, right? And there's no explanation for it. And like I said, I know that the physics are completely like messed up in this film and I, I, can, I can understand that, but it just angered me a little bit because that shouldn't happen. <laughs> Okay, but um, yeah, that was just one of the various things in that film that just didn't make any sense. Um, 
On the positive side, shout out to Greg's. Greg's was in the film. There's a, a shot where they're driving through London and uh, they were hard enough to, to put Greg's Bakery in the background. So shout out to the filmmakers for letting them put the Greg's in the background. I, To be honest, I have no idea uh, if there are any other films with a Greg's in, but this is the first ever film I've noticed them putting a Greg's in the background. So, like I said, shout out to them for putting Greg's in it. Uh, in the background. Um, next thing, um, the the doctor. There was a doctor in this movie, right? And he was the one that told them how the virus works. He was basically an exposition machine. Um, and then half uh, about halfway through the movie, Idris Elba takes the doctor and he's like, "I need you to do this procedure to take the virus out of Shaw's sister." And and he takes him to the base or whatever, right? And he has no purpose in this entire movie. The only purpose... The, he has two purposes in this movie. The first one is exposition, and the second one is to help Shaw's sister escape, right? This is why his character is absolute trash, okay? Because the whole thing in the end is Hobbes' brother can take the machine, fix it, and then use it on the sister. This guy has no medical training, He's probably not even a licensed engineer. He's not, he's not a chartered engineer. He's just going to be... He's just some guy who works out of his Samoan, you know, factory and he makes cars, right? And he probably makes really good cars and he's probably a really good engineer. That's absolutely fine. But what I'm saying is he's not a doctor, okay? Um, he makes cars, okay? He doesn't make medical equipment, right? He doesn't... I don't think he's going to have, like, you know, gamma sterilization, right? Anyway, but for some reason, in the final scenes, he makes, he fixes this machine from scratch, 3D prints some cool stuff for this, this machine, okay, fits it together, and then uses it on Shaw's sister, and it works, okay? This guy can do it. Why can't Idris Elba on his own do it? Why does he need this irrelevant doctor to do it? Like, the, the doctor has no purpose there. He threatens the doctor. It's like, why are you threatening this doctor? You can do it yourself. If, if he can do it, you can do it because you probably, like I said, you are connected to the internet. You can probably just watch a bunch of videos and know exactly how to how to, how to use that. Um, I'm pretty sure you can hire an engineer to do it. You don't need a, a random ass doctor that might betray you to do it. You can pay someone who has no idea what's going on and, and they'll do it for you. And then you've got the security there that they're not going to help someone break out. But no, you know, you went the stupidest route. Okay. Um, yeah. So the doctor basically gets the flamethrower in the final scene. In in this final scene, he's in and um, helps you know um, Shaw's sister escape. Um, Shaw's sister is lying on this on this bed on this um, on on this medical bed, right? And I think her arms are strapped down um, to stop her from escaping, right? But hang on, you're about to do a medical procedure on her. Why isn't she sedated? Like. Give us some anesthetic. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't get a Nista test. Bro! You know, you work for a company and you have how much money? You know, you just hire the industry. The doctor's in the room. Why didn't the doctor put her down, right? I mean, okay, I know he eventually led to her escape, but if you're doing this, you know, if you're doing this thing and 
she's going to be wriggling around for ages, isn't she? Also, strap her feet down. The whole reason that she managed to break out was her feet weren't strapped down. If you're strapping down her arms, strap down her feet as well, okay? Maybe put one, you know, across the, the tummy or whatever. I'm just saying, you could have had better restraints. You've got all this money. You could have restrained her better. You probably could have sedated her. You could have done something like that. But no, and you lost, okay? Idris Elba, you need to reevaluate how you're doing this and taking stuff, at, at, you know, it's just... Uh. I thought the cameos in the film were good. There were a bunch of cameos in the film. Um, there was uh, Ryan Reynolds appeared. He was the CIA agent um, that recruited um, Hobbs, uh, which was great. He was joking that you know they were best friends or whatever, and he, he got the same tattoo as him, and it was just really funny. Uh, he was really great in the end credit scene. There is an end credit scene if you haven't seen it. Uh, he pushes a brick through a guy's stomach. You don't actually get to see it, but he pushes a brick through a guy's chest and he's like, wow, that was actually easier than I thought. So, you know, that's cool. Uh, make of that what, you know, what you will. That I thought that was really great. Um, yeah, I thought he was just a really funny character. They, yeah, he, he's Ryan Reynolds acting like Ryan Reynolds. Um, what more do you want? I made a couple of Hitman's bodyguard jokes at that point. Um, yeah, uh, Helen Mirren was in the film. Um, she was in jail. Um, I made a couple of Red jokes then. If you haven't seen Red, it's a movie. It's based on a DC comic book. I actually have no idea. I've never read the comic book, but DC comes up at the start. It's got Bruce Willis in it, and they play, it, play Red people, so it's Red Retired, Extremely Dangerous. So they're just like old people going around and killing people, which is just awesome. So I recommend that film. But um, she was in jail, and she's like, I'm finding it fun. I feel like I'm retired. Uh, and I'm just like, retired, extremely dangerous. Just a couple of jokes uh, there regarding Red, which you won't get unless you've seen the film. Um, but yeah, that was good. Uh, Peter from Deadpool, De Deadpool 2 was also there. So Peter is the, the random guy that shows up to join X-Force and then just jumps out um, of, the, of, the, of the plane. Like, he has no purpose, pretty much. Uh, he's just a regular guy. He was in this film as well. He's an English actor, so uh, I recognised him there. Um, Kevin Hart was in the film. Um, Kevin Hart was a plot-driving character, and I didn't expect that. So Kevin Hart, first of all, I think is just Dwayne The Rock Johnson's hand luggage at this point. He just carries him around with him to every every film he's at, and then he gives him little cameos in those films, uh, which I think is pretty funny. So um, Kevin Hart is on the plane when Hobbs and Shaw are trying to escape the UK um, and he stops them fighting. Basically, Kevin Hart just comes in and goes, no, don't fight. But I think the, the major thing is that, he, like I said, he was plot driving. They use him as a contact to get him a plane later. And I didn't really expect Kevin Hart's character to be plot, plot driving. I thought he was just like a one-minute gag, you know, just on the plane. But no, he was actually relevant. He was plot driving. Um, not that there's a problem with that. It's just not what I expected. And that's absolutely fine. So if they do a sequel, which I probably think they will, bring Kevin Hart back, you know, um, I'm pretty sure they'll probably bring Ryan Reynolds back as well, so yeah, um, definitely br br bring them back, I do not have a problem with that, um, ooh, what else, what else, uh, okay, chipped guns, this was the most annoying thing for me in the entire film, the chipped guns, the guns in the film were chipped, so what I mean by that is, and if you haven't seen it, you won't know, but the guns could not be used unless they were touched to the person's hand that they were chipped with. And this is like Idris Elba's gang, Idris Elba's company. The henchmen working for Idris Elba, the guns wouldn't work unless they were used by a chipped person, like a person with a chip in their hand, okay? But for some reason, 
as soon as it touches the hand, the chip's activated. That's it. It doesn't deactivate when it leaves the hand. As soon as it touches, it's activated. And that's terrible. Who came up with this system? Your whole system is if a gun touches the person's hand that's chipped and then taken out of the hand, you can then shoot the person with the chip with that gun because, you know, you've, you've just you tapped it and now it's activated. Why would you not make it a system where the chipped gun is deactivated when it leaves the hand? The chip needs to stay in contact with the gun that would make a better ride that would be better because it means that if you drop the gun it doesn't accidentally shoot up at you or anything you know or if someone does take your gun it will then lose access the perfect example of how you should do this gun is in skyfall um in skyfall uh, the 007 movie uh, there is a gun that is only fingerprint allowed for bond and he sits in the car and he, he holds the gun and it goes green and he fires the gun um later on there's a fight happening, and the bad guy gets his gun, and he picks up the gun, and bearing my bond's just been holding this gun, he picks up the gun, and because the fingerprints don't match, it goes red. Why didn't you just do that the whole time? It's like, imagine you hold your phone, and when you hold your phone, it unlocks itself, right? And then you can give it to your friend, right? And they can use it. What they should have done is when you hold your phone, it unlocks. But then if you give your phone to someone else, it relocks itself because you've let go of it. Now, I know with phones, you want to give them to other people and you want to show them videos and stuff on the phone. That's fine. I'm talking about a gun here. A lethal weapon that you only want your guys to use. If the only other person that's going to get it is the bad guy, then why not have it in complete contact? Um, it's just dumb. In the final fight, they use the whole system against them by shutting down all the guns. That would mean that every gun is connected to the same satellite, not a local database, which is, again, absolutely dumb. Everything's connected to this satellite, which means that if you're underground and you can't get a satellite signal, your gun won't fire. Is that dumb? Yes. Yes, it is. Why would you make that a system? Again, the ideal thing to do would be to put like an NFC chip in your hand or an RFID chip or whatever. Then when that is it within contact, it then activates the gun, right? That way it's a local authentication. And, and, and then if you let, if they shut down the servers, the gun still works because it's local, okay? You still need to charge the gun up in the same way. It's just it's local and therefore you're preventing all this other stuff. And I do understand that if... You know, there is a bad guy, and when I say bad guy, I mean one of the henchmen that decides to go against them, then you can, like, blacklist them in the system and then any gun they pick up won't work. But we already established at the end of the film that they can just shut down Idris Elba and half of these people are enhanced. So you can also shut down your rogue agent. So there's no need for the gun to be linked to the satellite the entire time just have a local like authentication on the gun and it's dumb and it doesn't work like why you know it just oh my god um well that's what i'm doing if i'm ever making guns that are all chipped i probably won't but if i ever am they're gonna be like that okay um yeah um regarding the final fight which is where this deactivation happens the way it goes from night to day is absolutely atrocious okay um Shaw's sister is put in the machine, right? And she's put in the machine and told, you have six minutes before your, you know, the virus is taken out of you. Three minutes into the fight, right? Okay, at this point, it's dark outside. For argument's sake, let's say it's daybreak, right? It's like, it's a ba it's like sunrise, okay? Let's say it's dark and it's sunrise, okay? 
That's for argument's sake. Let's just say that. Okay. Three minutes later, it's bright daylight. That's not how sunlight works. Okay. Three minutes later, it's bright sunlight. Okay. Even even further into that, there are no clouds. Okay. Later on, it's a storm. Okay. And that's at the end of this six minutes. There's a storm. You'd, a storm breaks out with no clouds around. Right. Within like six minutes. How? Okay. How? Now I'm not like you know a meteorologist. I do not understand the weather. Okay. I'm not a geographer, but Personally, I don't think that can happen. That was annoying to me. At six minutes, it goes from light to day, uh, uh, night to day, and it's just no. No, 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 no. No, okay? Um, what else? There is um, the point where they go to visit um, Shaw's girlfriend, and they give, they give Shaw's girlfriend Shaw's sister and say, look, you need to give her... To Idris Elba. Anyway, Idris Elba comes along and takes Shaw's sister and says, was she the only one? And uh, Shaw's girlfriend is like, yeah, she was. I get the point there. Idris Elba's checking that Shaw, Hobbs and Shaw aren't with her. Um, why did you need to check? The last time you saw her, they escaped together. They all escaped together in the car. Do they hate each other? Probably. But if they're in a chase, they're escaping, I'm pretty sure they're sticking together, right? One of them brother and sister. Them two alone are going to be sticking together, right? Anyway, they all escaped together. Now, all of a sudden, you ask them, oh, was she alone? Yeah, she was probably not, okay? They're probably hiding. You're probably getting lied to, mate, okay? And, and the fact that you didn't see that coming... I don't know. Actually, maybe you did see that coming, and that's what happens in the next scene. But here we go. The next scene involves Hobbs and Shaw jumping from a plane into Idris Elba's compound, right? They don't get blown up or anything like that. If, if they are a major tech company, which they are, they are obviously have like a radar system above their, their, their area. They can check if there's any unauthorized airplanes, anything incoming. They don't see the plane incoming. They, no one attacks them. No one blows them up in midair. Uh, no one sees them falling or whatever. Um, you know, and it's just dumb. It, oh, God. It, it makes no sense, okay? Um, in all fairness, and this is one of the things I thought might... Like, I, I when this was revealed, I was like, okay, that's why Idris Elba will lose, is the voice, the, the manager, the guy in charge, the director, I think he's called, in charge of Idris Elba says, no, I don't want you to kill Hobbs and Shaw, I want you to bring them onto our regime. Um, that is the one thing I think that could have messed them up and probably did. If that wasn't the case, then they probably would have shot them out of the sky, they would have died, they would have killed them, um, they wouldn't have tried to get them onto their side and keep them alive for as long as they did, they would have just absolutely destroyed them by that point. That's absolutely fine, and I can completely understand that. Still, why didn't you just electrocute them, like, in the air? Save all that stuff with all your guys getting beaten up and their faces slammed into the retinal scan. You could have just electrocuted them. At one point in the film, you do find out that there are electric bolts inside these guns, so they could just fire a taser or an electric bolt at them to electrocute them while they're in the air or when they're on the ground. Save half of your men getting killed, right? And then, and then do what you want, you know? That would have been a better solution if you just tased them a little bit, okay? God, um... Ah, oh. Idris Elba's tech base was based in the US or, or wherever that fight was happening. Um, it was based somewhere else that wasn't in the UK. There are scenes where he's in the UK, then you see him back at the compound, like getting his energy replenished, and he's back in the UK. 
right? How? How can that be possible? He goes from like UK to US over the space of like a, a couple of hours, right? And if this technology exists, I want it now, man. I want to go to the US really, really quickly. Right now, it's like a seven hour flight, okay? So how about you just give us that technology? There's no way you're returning. You can't fly, you know? Let's assume it's a private plane. I still don't know how fast you're going to end up there that quickly, you know? There's going to be at least, you know, like I said, seven hours. Let's say it's five hour journey for him, right? That's still 10 hours, okay? Then you've got the business you've got to do at either end, and then you've got the travel time and all that kind of stuff, and it just takes too long. By that point, it's going to be like 15 hours, and half the day would have gone. So is there a point? No. Why not have a base, a tech base for that company in the UK that you know you can then go to and get your stuff replenished every time? Clearly no. Clear, clearly there's no reason to do that. Um, yeah, and that just annoyed me really. Um, yeah, at the start of the film, you find at the start of the film when um, the virus injection was happening. I personally thought it would end up being like Mission Impossible Two. Um, where uh, she has to put the virus in her but then she's carrying the antidote separately because it's safer. Turns out that's not the plot. That's unfortunate. I thought that would have made it a better plot. I mean, if I want to go watch that film, I'll just watch Mission Impossible 2 because that film's awesome. Um, yeah, I should have just done that, to be honest. Um, yeah, but yeah, and, and again, obviously, like I said, uh, it's. I think it was a story issue. With this, I don't think the actors were a problem. I don't think the cinematography was a problem with the sound design or anything like that. I just purely thought it was a story issue. Um, and yeah, well, that was exhausting. Do I recommend you go and watch the film? Yes. All the points have I made, all the points that I've made, I think are reasonable points. However, they are nitpicking points, and if you want to go watch the film, I think you'll still have a great time, uh, even if you don't think about any of these points, or even if you do think about any of these points, you will still have a great time watching this film. Um, yeah, I'm just being a little bit over the top and pedantic at this point, but that's just because um, I was watching it, and this is just what I thought while I was watching it, to be honest, so... Yeah, um, like I said, I do think you should go watch it. Um, I rate this movie as a B-ish. Um, yeah, it's it's still good. It's still watchable. It's it's fun. The jokes are decent. Um, yeah, uh, I like it. And like I said, I would I would I would watch it again. Like I said, I would watch it. I would get it uh, on DVD. I would watch it again. It is the film that I would go out and watch. But I would still watch John Wick, Horror Bosses, Kingsman over that. Okay, they are way better than it. And yeah, that's why it's a B. I would like I said, I still buy it, but it's. Um, it's 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 not the kind of thing that I would frequently rewatch. Um, but I, I you know I would get it and watch it with my friends. So yeah, um, that's pretty much it from me. Um, I hope you've enjoyed me absolutely losing my crap for like a solid thirty minutes because getting into this film has given me a headache. Um, hopefully next week it won't be that intense. Um, please tune in next week for um, 
whatever I have planned. Absolutely no idea what I have planned. Um, but yeah, you've definitely got, like I said, all those other episodes uh, to look out for. Um, I definitely want to switch up the format a little bit. So instead of just talking about the shows, uh, I'm thinking of uh, seeing what other random crap I can do. Um, I also want to possibly do a couple of video essays um, on here as well. Uh, for example, uh, why I hate the character of Scarlet Witch in um, in in the Marvel movies. Um, I also again want to do one about Endgame and, and Marvel coming out. And uh, yeah, I, 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 there's a lot of stuff that I do I do uh, want to talk about and uh, get down. But uh, yeah, anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys definitely do go out and check out uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, as like I said, it is uh, still a good movie. Um, if you agree or disagree with any of these points, uh, please feel free to leave a comment on the YouTube channel or pop it in the suggestion box on the uh, Midget Cast um, website. Um, I, I will read them, I'll check them out, and uh, you know maybe we'll get a discussion going. Um, if you have any suggestions for any future episodes, please, again, leave them in the comments or uh, leave them in the suggestion box on the Midget Cast website. Um, and I, like I said, I will check those out. Um, otherwise... Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Um, yeah, please uh, feel free to subscribe and, uh, and share this around with anybody you think that will enjoy this. And um, yeah, thanks for watching and I'll see you next week. I've been Paranvir and uh, this has been Midgetcast.